dear friends, we are welcoming you at the round table today. As you know, on July 24th, the international conference, Global Crisis, this already affects everyone, gathered IT, climate, ecology, and other specialists from all over the world. Many topics have been raised, and unfortunately, there are not only threats that humanity is facing right now. This information is urgent and important to everyone. Therefore, on December 4th, 2021, there will be another conference, the Global Crisis, the Time of Truth. And today we will continue the conversation. One of the most important topics raised at the conference was ecological and environmental crisis we are in right now. This is what we are going to talk about today. Thank you, Olga. Indeed, the topic of the climatic and environmental crisis is important. And just to bring up one example, only in the last year alone, there were more than 80 million migrants. And in the near future, the situation will only get worse. And as was highlighted and provided with a lot of facts at the conference. And now at this round table, there are wonderful people with us, and I would like to introduce them. Today we have with us Ms. Suchi Deshpande, a laughter coach, Global Goodwill Ambassador, former Environmental Advisor at National Environment Agency, and she's in Singapore. Ms. Suchi, welcome. We're happy to have you here with us. Thank you for also, having me. Also, we have Piero Mardesic, CEO of Conquer the Uncomfortable, Unleash Your Potential, and... Hero is in Australia. Welcome. Hi, Olga. Thank you very much for this. It's an honor. Also with us is Ella Staniak, feminine leadership coach, diversity and inclusion advocate, TEDx speaker, also in Australia. Ella, welcome. Hello, everybody. It's great being here. And last but not least, we have Charo. Mehrotra, founder of an online magazine, Woman Lines, Global Goodwill Ambassador from Singapore. Charo, welcome. And now we, we are going to watch a short video from the conference. Please, let's watch that first. The Earth is a living organism, and everything in it is interconnected. The Earth is as much as an organism as a human, and it's just as vulnerable. Our illusion of happiness and well-being can be shattered in a moment. percent of lungs are damaged. Each year, the world loses about 10 million hectares of forest area, equivalent 
to 27 soccer fields per minute. In 2015, an estimated 50% of the planet's wild forest had gone. If the trend is not stopped, we will only have 10% of the world's original forest left by 2030. In addition to industrial logging, large numbers of forests are being destroyed by annual fires, abnormal weather phenomena, and acid rains. Forests are also being destroyed in the so-called green pursuit. For example, 9,000 trees have to be cut down to produce a year's supply of paper bags for just one retail store. Forests are known to provide oxygen, but they are also home to many species of animals and plants. Deforestation leads to soil erosion, reduced river water availability, and enhanced greenhouse effect. And despite the signing of the UN Declaration on Forest in 2014, which aims to have deforestation by 2020 and to stop it permanently by 2030, the global average annual gross tree cover loss has increased by 40% in recent years. If forests disappear, one-third of humanity, which is currently heavily dependent on forest and forest products, will suffer poverty and death. 75% of skin is affected. As of today, 75% of Earth's land area is already degraded as a result of human activity. By 2050, that figure could reach 90%. The main sources of soil contamination are industry, transport, agriculture, nuclear power, and huge areas of landfills. The production of environmentally friendly human health products is impossible on contaminated soil. Every year, 30 billion tons of fertile land are depleted worldwide. In other words, the equivalent of one soccer field of soil is eroded every five seconds. In the meantime, it can take up to a thousand years to produce one centimeter of fertile soil, which means we will not be able to increase the soil layer in our lifetime. Almost half of the topsoil on Earth has been depleted in the last 150 years. Land degradation leads to food shortages and famine. Currently, about 40% of the world's population is affected by land degradation. It is more than 3 billion people. Oxygen deficiency is being observed. Nine out of 10 people worldwide breathe polluted air. The main sources of anthropogenic air pollution are emissions by industrial plants, as well as all types of transport vehicles, thermal power plants, and waste incineration. Air pollution is one of the leading threats to child health, accounting for almost 1 in 10 deaths in children under 5 years of age. 24% of all deaths among adults are caused from heart diseases. 
25% from stroke, 29% from lung cancer, all of which are induced by air pollution. Air pollution generated by burning fossil fuels is attributed to approximately 4.5 million premature deaths worldwide every year. The WHO estimates that air pollution kills more than 7 million people annually. You were badly damaged. Marshes are a giant natural filter that effectively absorbs carbon dioxide, dust, and toxic elements from water and air. Within one year, one hectare of swamp absorbs three tons of dust from the air and seven to 15 times more carbon dioxide than a hectare of forest and releases seven to 15 times more oxygen. Meanwhile, about 90% of wetlands have disappeared all over the world in the last 300 years. And now we continue to lose them three times faster than forest. Reasons for the disappearance of marshes are drainage for further agricultural use, urban expansion, and peat extraction. Swamps are being depleted as a result of water loss due to the wares and dams, construction, deforestation, and soil erosion. Contamination of marshes is caused by oil spills. Thus, the most important function of the marshes, cleansing the atmosphere, is impaired. If marshes stop absorbing CO2 from the atmosphere, its concentration will increase by 28% annually. Marshes are strategic storages of freshwater. Less than 1% of water on Earth is usable freshwater and is mostly stored in wetlands. The disappearance of marshes leads to a significant reduction in the supply of fresh water. The blood test is not good. 2.2 billion people around the world do not have access to safely managed drinking water. Water scarcity already affects 4 out of every 10 people. Globally, at least 1.8 billion people have to use a drinking water source contaminated with feces. 2.6 million people die each year of diseases relating to the water and an unsanitary environment. That's 5 deaths every minute. 297,000 children under 5 die annually from diarrheal diseases due to poor sanitation, poor hygiene, or unsafe drinking water. According to the UN report, World Water Development Report, by 2025, an estimated 5.5 billion people may be living in areas facing moderate to severe water stress. The deterioration of the water scarcity situation will lead to mass migrations and as a consequence to conflicts and wars over this natural resource. According to the estimates of the world's water portal of the Pacific Institute, between 2010 and 2019, worldwide, there have been 466 water-related conflicts of various scales. 36 of them were armed battles and 285 caused damage to water infrastructure. 
According to statistics, regions that had previously no problems with fresh water sources also find themselves in the zone of such conflicts. The researchers believe this trend will continue. The frequency of water conflicts will increase, affecting more and more countries. system is destroyed. Around one million animals and plants are threatened with extinction. The global biomass of wild mammals has fallen by 82%. In the past century alone, the number of species that have gone extinct is as much as it would normally take 10,000 years to accrue. The current rate of extinctions is now rapidly approaching that of about 70 million years ago, when the dinosaurs went extinct in the most terrible era for fauna. In 2018, biologists estimated that given the current extinction rate of mammals, it would take three to five million years to restore the planet's diversity. The disappearance of plant and animal species leads to the instability of ecosystems and consequently to the disruption of natural human habitats. From the UN report, the projected biodiversity loss will affect all people, with particularly detrimental effects on indigenous peoples and local communities, as well as to the poorer and vulnerable groups, taking into account their dependence on biodiversity for their livelihoods. The vital signs of the body are sharply impaired. The patient is in a critical condition and brain tumor has been detected. The consumer lifestyle of humans is like a malignant tumor on the Earth's body. It is constantly growing, consuming and consuming and taking everything it needs from the macroorganism for itself. It doesn't share, doesn't think about others, which results in the death of the organism along with the cancer tumor. If no global action is taken today, tomorrow it will be too late. The planet you live on is dying. The creative society is our only chance. Thank you very much. That is a very sobering um, video. And uh, Ella, could you please share your feedback about the portion of the conference that you watched? And uh, should all people be informed about what awaits us in the future if we do not unite? Absolutely. It is really, really eye-opening to not only hear those statistics, but also to hear the predictions and I'm just going to risk a statement saying that probably most of us underestimate the time that we have here on Earth. Um, we do believe oftentimes, I, I think, that, uh, that deprivation or running out of natural resources might be a vision that is somewhere far, far ahead of us, but it is not. Uh, when I put it in perspective, those statistics show that my son who is not even two years old, 
is going to experience the deprivation of the resources and his life already is going to be affected. I think it is really critical that we take responsibility individually first for our day-to-day -day actions. Even if you make a decision to buy a paper bag when you do your grocery shopping, you've got to take responsibility that you have actually taken resources away from other people. You have probably cut some trees. You have probably taken water away from children somewhere on the other side of the world. And you have taken natural habitat for other nat natural creatures. So it is really eye-opening and I'm really truly humbled and honored to be here with you today. Thank you so much, Ella. And as a parent, I can share the same concern for my own children is because if we close the eyes of what is going on today, then not just we going to be grasping for air, but also our kids will not have fresh air to breathe and they will not have fresh air to drink, no matter where we live, no matter if we live in United States, no matter if we are in Australia or Singapore, the planet is ours and it's ours to take care of. So thank you so much for sharing that with us, Ella. And also I wanted to ask Ms. Suchi, I know you are a former environmental advisor. Please share with viewers how dangerous it is for humanity right now and what is this change that we all need to see? Hello everyone, thank you for having me. There is just one habitable earth. So it's really important to make right decisions and not believing that it's not my problem and not seeing it as something which you can't play a part. So it starts from yourself. So if each and every one of us would start to understand how serious it is and take, make right decisions and take right actions, that's going to be very beneficial for all of us because there's only one earth. Thank you. Thank you so much. And Ms. Suchi, how important it is for this information to be available to everybody so everybody can understand the impact that we are making daily and that everybody collectively can make a decision to make our planet alive. It's so important to uh, educate others because, as I mentioned before, that they, most of them do not see it as something is, which is going to affect them now. So the video you, you uh, is showing and the discussions, the roundtable discussions, so the more we talk about, the more we make people aware and we, the more we um, educate them about what they can do, it's surely going to have a positive impact on uh, how, we, how people are going to make right decisions about saving the earth. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. And Piero, I wanted to address you as a father and a citizen of this planet. Are you concerned that other parents need to know this information? And what type of future do we have for our kids if we continue at the rate we are? Such a powerful question, Olga. I mean, as you watch this recording, if you're in the audience, you would have seen my son come to my side I want you to think about that for a moment after some of the statistics that you just saw. I want you to deeply think about the impact that we must 
as a moral obligation, take responsibility for what Ella was saying and what Miss Sushi was saying. It is up to us to make those changes. And I want to read something that I feel is a lot deeper than what's actually happening, not only just to the, not only just to the, the, the planet Mother Earth herself. And there's one of my children right now. Daddy's hungry. I know. My son's hungry. Think about that. As you watch this video, think about your children's children. Our global leaders alone are in emotional pain. How, how can you make emotional heart-based decisions when even a global leader is in pain? That alone is challenging. The world is full of humans and humans require compassion, love, respect, truth and peace and grace to actually function. But how can we do that when we're just watching others tear the earth apart? So just imagine global leaders making decisions based on humanity, wilderness, love and even co-creation. Imagine that. It's 2021, and like in that video you just saw, we're still at war. But part of that war is over the resources that we've got left. Ten years from now, 2030, the water alone could deplete in areas. They're fighting over it. It's time to truly revolutionise the outlook of life itself on planet Earth, not only just for our children's children, but if we want to even see our deaths as a human, not just caused by another human. Yeah, absolutely. It's, we need to think about that, definitely. Thank you, Pira. And today I would say that unification and building the creative society should be our only concern uh, we need to put our attention towards this. I don't know what could possibly be more important um, because we can still do this today and we can still do this tomorrow, but whether we will have the day after tomorrow, is that's the big question we need to ask ourselves because right now we're hostages to this consumerist model that we live in. But unfortunately, this model is leading us towards ruin, towards destruction, towards death. Um, therefore, our only way out today is the creative society, and we need to build it together. And Charo, could you please share how vital is it to talk about this conference, to talk about unification, to talk about creative society um, in the media? Thanks, Selga, for the question. First of all, I will say this is alarming. This video has to reach out across the planet and we should be putting efforts to create visibility of this video because once people start seeing what's the situation, and as Ella said, as a parent, I'm concerned about my kids. What are they going to face? And as Ms. Suchi said, this earth is one, place, one earth we are having, and we call her a mother earth. So we as a family, the global family, it's our duty to put efforts to create visibility how we can save our environment. We're talking about environmental issues. We're talking about health issues. We're talking about depletion of water and so many challenges. 
time is now we have to create that lifestyle which is environmental friendly and first of all we as individual we have to start living so that our kids can replicate it in future it is very important create that awareness and the responsibility has been taken by every human on this planet so i think creative society is doing amazing work and we have requirement of the society because once we start creating efforts to create visibility about these challenges we are talking about action only talks doesn't help as humans we have to talk about the action plan and once we start talking and once we start regularly creating awareness about those steps i think we can create wonders and we can save our mother earth so thanks creative society for coming up with this platform thanks for talking about it it's our duty to create awareness and talk about the action steps because i believe in action and then only we can really take efforts put efforts to save our mother earth thank you so much thank you so much charo and also as a first foundation of a creative society is a human life and can you imagine really putting human life first what would it do for us let's just imagine for a second ella if you woke up in the creative society tomorrow and human life was number one priority and we solved all the problems what would be the most benefit to you to your family and to your friends look uh, i have been intentionally practicing uh, the power of living in a bubble first thing in the morning meaning visualization and uh, connecting to myself so i can be a better human being for others i do believe that that one word uh, connection would definitely be emphasized individually on individual level i believe every single human being on earth would just acknowledge and appreciate themselves much more and they would see their value and from this place people would step into a greater sense of unity and oneness i believe that and this is also something i found out through the last nearly 15 years uh, through the research in my business i do believe that one of the core critical elements which as a society we aren't fully grasping just yet is the fact that we are one we live on one planet as one society we have so much in common at the end of the day we all want very basic the same entities in our life as piero mentioned we want to give love and receive love we want to have a good quality life and we want our children and later generations to have a good life too so we make things very complicated we do but there is simplicity to putting human life first and then that would lead hopefully somewhere further down in the process to us living more fulfilled life life in greater health and well-being um being able to feel like we belong to this uh, community called human society uh, at the moment it's just a dream i believe however this platform uh, is a forward leading movement to move towards that outcome so well done olga olga and the rest of my fellow panelists today we are on to a very powerful and meaningful movement here today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ella. Piero, maybe you can give some words of encouragement to those people that think that they, you know, cannot do anything by themselves that um 
please share with us? What can you say? Um, Sharu, you brought up a really amazing point, and that is action. Now, this is something that I want to share. If we're going to make changes, one of the action steps that we must take is we must reflect inwardly and we must begin to be our word. It's simple. If we're going to start to take action, it's easy to say, it's hard to do, but it's even more eye-opening, heart-opening and honest when you say something and you be your word. That's a different level of commitment that we must undertake. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much uh, for all the panelists today. And also, Charo, how important it is to not just share this information, but also participate in the decision-making. How important it is for us as a global community come together to this understanding that our planet is dying and we're going to die with it if we're not going to do anything. So how important is it? And why are we not talking about it if we are already in kind of like hospital position right now? Very good question, Olga. I strongly consider that it is responsibility, as I mentioned, that it is everybody's responsibility to take care of our mother earth. And we cannot expect every time that government has to do this, society has to do this, or any organization has to do this. Within our ecosystem, in fact, in your society, in your own place, we can create those sessions talks virtually we can do so much things because as Ms. Suchi said she's creating that awareness in kids why not we start that club environmental friendly club how you can live an environmental friendly life creating awareness about the environmental friendly products we use in life we should make it more popular Atomalize, i'm focusing to promote all those products which are really helping to live life as environmental friendly life so i think it's the utmost importance and as individuals Definitely, we can take actions by organizing those sessions, by creating talk, panel discussions, and such activity as Creative Society is doing. It has to be regular. It has to be in the calendar of everybody so that we are getting the reminders every day. We are getting the reminders for our responsibility because, you know, the attention span is less. People are rushing nowadays. We have to remind them every day that this is our Mother Earth, and we have to be responsible for that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to everyone who joined us today. And we can see that people around the world are waking up. And the conference that just took place, Global Crisis, this already affects everyone, shows how important it is to bring up the topics of global crisis. As we all need to be informed. We all need to have this knowledge. And also now, dear viewers, I would like to again, make an announcement that on December 4th, there will be another international conference called Global Crisis, The Time of Truth. And we invite you to watch it um, as well. And uh, today the world is changing at such a tremendous pace and the climate crisis is growing so fast that any of us can find ourselves in the role of either the climate refugee or the host who's taking them in. And today we can build a creative society only by uniting. And for that, we need to notify all people about it and spread the information about it all over the world because on the line are our lives and the lives of our kids. And today this is a very important topic to bring up.
Yes, thank you so much, Olga. And as we have seen today, building a creative society is our only chance where we put human life first and we forget about profit making and we forget about depleting our own planet. And we really become those human beings with a humongous potential that's already inside of us. And we can live the happy lives. We can have this mutual respect, understanding and friendship around the globe if we all unite under one idea of building this world we all dream of and it's very easy to do we just have to spread this information as as fast as we can because as we seen in the video we do not have much time and right now is the time for us to build a creative society no one is going to do it for us and again as our guest said it's everyone's responsibility to know the information to understand it and to apply that to your everyday life so thank you so much for everybody for joining us today and if you have any last words please share them with us i will start with ella well, first of all, I want to acknowledge both of you, Olga and Olga, and also uh, your crew and technical team. All of you made this event happen. And thank you so much for gathering uh, some of the finest people all around the globe and my favorite people, Ms. Suchi Charu Piero. It's been a great pleasure being here. And I also thank you for opening my eyes with the statistics and the severity of uh, the natural resources depletion that we are actually facing today. It certainly naturally handed it, uh, handed it in a lot of responsibility in my hands. And uh, this is my promise to myself, to my family and to the rest of you that I will take greater uh, intentionality and awareness for my actions today, hoping that my son will watch my actions and be more mindful of his and so on and, and so on uh, our children at the end of the day watch what we do and once again it is our responsibility to make a difference right here right now we do not have any time to waste um, thank you very much i loved being here today thank you so much ellen miss suchi any last words of encouragement for all of us around the globe uh, thank you, Olga, Olga. Thank you, Creative Society. Whenever I hear from you, like you've been invited to speak or some discussions, I always get very excited and happy that, oh, there's something, uh, we are doing it together as a society, and you are putting in so much effort on a regular basis to create the whole world as a, like a one world, not like, okay, continents and countries, and like, and my, my country, I'm fine, I, I, this is not my problem. So you're really looking into it and creating these spaces and roundtable discussions. Thank you so much for having me. If all of us, I mean, each and every one of us just start being very mindful about my actions, like what's going to happen if I do that? Is it going to contribute to saving the earth or destroying it? If all of us can be very mindful like I am, then of course all of us are going to do our part and we can surely save the earth. It's just one mother earth, not two, three, four, just one. So save the earth. The earth is crying here. Yes, thank you so much, Miss Suchi. And we will leave Piero till the end so he can bring it home for us. And right now, Chara, what wish do you have for our planet Earth and for the people that live on it? 
Just Paul, thank you so much, Olga and Olga. Hats off to Creative Society. And thanks to all uh, panelists here, Misuchi, Ella, and Pijaro, because certainly this is a wonderful session we had today and so many great reminders. So yes, definitely it is a time to be responsible. As Misuchi said, remember, only one mother. And we are as a family. So globally, we have to take responsibility individually. So yes, this is a time we have to take responsibility. Let's create awareness across. And yeah, I, this is a message from me and we should be ready for the action plan. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Charo. And Piero, please tell us your wishes for all of us on the planet Earth. What is our responsibility and how can we do it? Well, those that will be watching this recording, it will be up to you. Once you watch that, this video, you will then get a choice on whether you do something or not. We hope that by us sharing this with you, that you make the right choice because we've already made that choice for us. So my final words are, let's stand tall together. Thank you so much. And to finish off our broadcast today, as you said, the choice is something everyone must make. And by making a choice or not making a choice, you are still making a choice. And today, if we all make a choice towards a creative society, a society that benefits every single human being, we actually get to live the life we all dream about on the planet that is able to support us and share its resources with us continuously. So thank you so much for everybody for being on this round table and let's continue this discussion. Let's share this round table and the conference that took place on July 24th. And let's make sure that we don't have anyone on this planet that doesn't know what type of situation we are in. So everyone can make that choice for themselves. Thank you so much and have a great day or morning or evening. Today, people themselves, volunteers from all over the world who have a reasonable view of reality, together with scientists and experts from many fields will outline cause and effect relationships of various crises that already affect everyone. All of us today uh, are divided. We are divided, you know, along multiple axes. And that is the fundamental crisis that concerns us. If we are able to solve that, we'll have a fighting chance to solve for everything else. If we are not able to solve that, uh, you know, science and technology, I don't believe is going to be able to ever, you know, lead us out of the, uh, out of the crisis, absolutely the edge of the cliff that we find ourselves on. So I think it's wonderful uh, what, what is being attempted. I believe the climate change is just reflecting the collective consciousness of humanity. So in this sense, everybody has the same you know, same significance, same importance for the humanity, each person. Even you are on the, uh, lying on the bed, you know, or if you don't, uh, you cannot do any action at all.
you are emitting vibration, you are emitting information uh, like that, and you are affecting all the world. So if you have a life, you know, you are changing the world. You have a potential to ch change the world. We're going to be in an environment where it's 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 barren land. We have no oxygen, but yet we have you know ten million dollars in the bank. What good is that? You can't buy it. Concentration of huge flows of people who live according to the principles of a consumer society causes catastrophic environmental pollution in one place. But there is another option: a creative society in which the highest value is the life of every person. There are no boundaries in the air. There are no boundaries in the oceans. We depend on each other very much. And we would like this problem to be taken with utmost seriousness, as it is our responsibility. We can help guide artificial intelligence to maximize its tremendous potential to enhance society. Now, artificial intelligence may help usher in a golden age of humanity, where we can all live in peace and harmony, free from the scarcity of resources that have divided nations and diminished the quality of life on this planet for so long. I really believe we need to shift the focus of society from cash to compassion. This is creative society. And I'm confident that we can all work together as creative society to help artificial intelligence become one of the most positive developments. We cannot stay as we are. If we are to move up, then we have to be aware of how to do it and be a conscious agent of that upshift. So information leading to awareness is really everything. That's the key. Programs like this, conferences like this, are very key elements. If we can be, be, become oriented towards creating a world, being a creative society, then we can be a, a healthy impulse, a, a motivation for the evolution of life.